Spinning out of control, here we go Foot to the pedal, till it's touching the metal Let's rock and roll, yeah So they need them, get them tigers to screech and I beat them Check the flags, last lap, nobody can beat them It's just that it's a party, put it on in the carpool And hear us talk a lot of NASCAR in the audio Singing loud, we don't just want it out of mode We're getting dirty around here, yeah We're in the mall. We're in the marbles Uh, we're in the marbles We're in the marbles Hey everybody, welcome to episode 91 of In the Marbles with Soda Ethan I am Ethan And you can find me on all social media platforms at Viva la Ethan I thought that you had already messed it up because you would pause like you were gonna say, I am Viva La Ethan, but you didn't do it that way. <laughs> did I not do it right? I thought that you had already messed it up. No, I thought you, you did it the way you, you you were gonna do it, but I thought you were gonna do it a different way. So when you had a little <laughs> pause there, I was like, Oh, he forgot <laughs> to do it, and he just thought about it. But no, no, you did it the way you did. Um, my name's So. You can find me on X at Soda underscore Hunter, and I'm not doing it the way that Three Brews said my it? name because. Not not gonna lie, that made me a little uncomfortable <laughs> when I heard my name said that way. Oh man, that's so funny. Oh Chavo. <laughs> Viva la Raza and yeah. Chavo. Yeah. Good good stuff. Though. Absolutely. Good stuff. Uh how you been, man? I have been sick. So yeah, you have. I remember you posted not, about that. You, you oh, feeling yeah, better? Yeah, it wasn't like um it wasn't like sick sick, but it was asthma sick which is like a death sentence, but um, I kind of, oh, I Lord. kind of felt it coming on uh, pretty early. Like I noticed I had like a little cough and stuff that just wouldn't go away. So I just nipped it in the butt before it got really bad. So it was honestly, it was only about three days of me just not able to breathe. <laughs> so it wasn't, Oh, is that all? That's, that's, yeah. That, yeah that's so fine. it wasn't too bad. <laughs> you know breathing machines and stuff it's not a big deal i guess it's overrated it's overrated you don't really need it but yeah you know it's a it's a suggestion exactly more like else. a speed limit really. or a stop sign <laughs> yes absolutely how are how have you been uh we've been all right um we're late <coughs> recording this week because uh life has happened a couple mm -hmm. times this week which happens but Everything seems to be going well, going right with the world without getting into many details. So here we are on a Saturday night recording. Hopefully this will be up when you're listening to this on Sunday morning. All right. Hopefully so. Yes, it's a late episode this week, but you know what? In like three days, we'll Absolutely. record Absolutely. Might be a short episode too, because um, I do have a house full of kids tonight when I usually don't. So I can usually go an hour, an hour and a half long, but... Tonight might be about a 30 or 40 minute one if we can actually keep it that low. Yeah. And then 92, <laughs> we have a lot of news to go through. So that gives you something to look forward to. Yeah. Basically, it'd be a week and a half or so two weeks just about yeah. worth of news. 
by the time we get to 92. And uh, there's a lot of stuff going mm-hmm. around when it comes to uh, comes to NASCAR right now. We are two weeks from Cars yes. on Track. So how about that? The uh, clash at the Coliseum happens. And uh, what did you say the date was of that? I forgot the actual date. February so. 4th. February 4th. Okay. I'm awful with numbers as far as the dates go. Um, I just know it's in two mm-hmm. weeks. As this drops, I think. Isn't that right? It's on yes. Sunday, right? Yeah, because they said that the Saturday stuff yes. is free to yes. anybody. Like, you can just be wandering around the Coliseum and go on inside and watch the Mexican NASCAR series, NASCAR Mexico series, whatever they call it, and the Cup series, qualify, heat race, all that good junk. Yeah. Which is really cool. I was going to say, how do you feel about that? That's it's fine. I mean, that's, that's awesome. You know, get some people in there to experience it. I mean, you're going to make up money with merch and food and all that anyway, right? But get some people in there to experience it that's never experienced it before. Maybe they'll maybe they'll shell out a ticket for yeah. the next day to see the actual race itself. I'm yeah. fine with that. They used to you I mean, back in the day, practices and stuff were only practice and qualifying when I was a kid was only ten dollars. And you could get in the track and stay all mm-hmm. day long. You know, because you for ten dollars you would see like ARCA practice qualifying, truck practice qualifying or or Bush Series, whatever, whichever was doing it. Uh, you'd see IROC practice. I'm talking about like my Talladega experience. And you see Cup practice and uh, qualifying as well. You'd see all that for $10. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm perfectly fine with them doing something like that for free, especially in a market like that. Um, What do you think about it? Um, So at first I was like, oh, man, that's such a great idea. And then, you know, like Nervous Ethan came out and I was like, oh, no. What if, what if somebody like, what if a bad person like wants to cause harm? <laughs> you know how I was. Oh, but they're, they're going to have like scanners and stuff. You're not going to be able to just, it's not like free open door. No See, security. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean, you know how I was with the Chicago street course and I was just like, oh, I hope nothing bad happens. Like I am such a, I don't know what you call that. Like ner- nervous. What, what do they call that? Nervous ward or something. Or worry worry ward. I think you got nervous Nelly and worry uh, ward. Yeah, 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 something like that. But that's what I am, and um, it sucks because I always overthink everything. So I'm just like, it's great, and I'm really excited, and I wish I was in the area so I can go experience that. But you know, I'm just listen. I'm just here. I'm just. I don't care. Like I just want to watch it on TV and just enjoy embrace that there's race cars on a racetrack. That's not actually a racetrack. It's actually a football field turned into a racetrack, but nevertheless, I am. Oh, so ready for it. I don't hate it. I'm not like overly over over the moon about, you know, with excitement about it. That's Daytona, but I don't hate this event just because it does bring back a lot of really old school, short track, feel to it um and that that little tight of an area it's a pretty cool aesthetic too to see stands literally all the way around the little racetrack um it's like bristol only shrunk to maybe a quarter Mm -hmm. of the size and well on uh 
God, I was gonna say something. I forgot what I was gonna say about it. I literally had a. You ever had that brain brain fart? Just could just goes Bro. away. I was gonna talk about something. It just goes away. What do you think the banking is? This is what I was saying. What do you think the banking is on that? Uh, non-existent. Do you think that it's literally zero banking? <laughs> you think they didn't put any banking in whatsoever? It, it doesn't look like there is any banking, honestly. <laughs> I, I haven't ever thought about that because I was going to go through and pick out like little facts about Daytona in the next couple of weeks so we could share them on here randomly throughout an episode mm. leading up to each track, you know, maybe yeah. little, you know, facts about the banking and how old it is and some of the first things that happened there, some, you know, some history of it. And I was sitting there thinking about this Coliseum race. It's like, they've only done it twice before. Mm-hmm. This is the third one, yes. right? I'm not crazy in thinking. Yeah. And I was sitting there thinking, like, what is the banking? Is there, is it zero, literally zero degrees of banking? That would feel like negative banking on a racetrack. If there was zero degrees of banking, it would literally feel like you're going to fall off the racetrack the other way. Yeah. If there is. So it has, they they had to put five degrees, right? I was going to say, if there is banking, like, I cannot tell at all. I'll have to go back and look it up. Uh, it, it, I'll have an update on the next episode if there's any banking on that track or not. As I'm sure that information's somewhere. I don't even know what size the track is. One sixth of a mile, one fifth of a mile. Uh, it's it is tiny. really tiny. Yeah, it's probably smaller than my smallest dirt track here, which is a quarter mile. I can't imagine it's any bigger than a quarter right. mile. But yeah, it's a. Uh, tiny track you know 91 though we haven't talked about 91 do you have a driver for number 91 uh i do uh shane van gisbergen is that his last name okay i just go home svd van gisbergen (laughs) i figured you'd pick him so i was going back a little ways and seeing if i could find um interesting note uh Dick Trickle once drove a 91. Oh. Um, yeah, he actually drove it, I think, 2002 or 2002 or three or something like that. He drove the number 91 Dodge Dealers Dodge for Everham. Hmm. He drove it at Talladega, and it had blue numbers. It was a red car with blue numbers. I had no idea he did that. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can't even picture no, that car, can you? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know why he did that. I guess he just did it as a developmental program. You know, just an extra car to throw out there. Because, you know, they, they did have a 91. I think Bill Elliott drove one for him at one point after he retired. You know, he came back and drove the number 91 McDonald's for a little bit. But my, the 91 I was going to pick goes, uh, shout out to Tales from the Estate when they did their favorite canned Oof, meats. Yeah. The spam number 91 driven by Come Mike Wallace. <laughs> that that was hard, bro. Like they went way too hard on that episode, man. I mean, <laughs> good God, I don't know. Like sardines. Ooh. Yeah, I drew the line at potted meat and sardines. Once you got potted meat and sardines in there, I'm like, I'm I can't do that. I could do the rest of it. You know, deviled ham, whatever else they're, they're doing there. Spam, I can do all that. Whatever they're doing. Uh, the Vienna sausages, I can do that. I prefer the barbecue flavor over the regular. I can do that just fine, but I can't do pot of meat or sardines. Yeah. It's like, 
That's like my, my wife's uh, uncle going on a fishing trip, yeah. carrying sardines and saltines out there with him. Does he eat that or use it as bait? <laughs> no. It's up there in our office. Uh, oh, my goodness. Mm, yeah, it's, it's lunch oh, up there. Oh, my goodness. You know what really chaps me about oh, that yeah. is that <laughs> Drew Vinsel. Drew Vinsel's all about canned meats, but then <laughs> he makes a big deal about putting cottage cheese on top of biscuits and gravy. Like it's the nastiest <laughs> thing. But then he's over there chowing down on freaking <laughs> sardines, bro. Like, <laughs> um, I know that it tastes good, like some of it does. Um, and I know that it's easy and it's cheap. I get all that because I also, we do a couple of canned meats. They're not too much anymore, but we have like, you know, went easy on stuff and we did like canned chicken for like some buffalo chicken wraps or something like that. You know, we have done that before and uh, we have done spam, things like that. But the the worrying part about that whole deal is when you read the ingredients and it says uh, mechanically, process or mechanically separated meat mm. that is a chemical compound that they use that they wash this stuff with and it separates the meat so you want to know why people get cancers and stuff with processed meat that's where it comes from it is the chemical pro the chemical compound that they use to actually mechanically separate the meat that's the biggest drawback to that because I know that now and I tend to kind of stay away from that kind of mechanically processed or mechanically separated meat, you know, but I'll fully admit I don't eat the absolute healthiest things in the world. And, you know, we eat a lot of things like sausage and pork rinds, things like that. And I know that's not exactly the healthiest things in the world, but it fits what we're trying to do, you know? Yeah. So I can't fault anybody for eating it. I'm not getting on to nobody for eating it. You eat what you like. You know, we all got to go one way or another. If it winds up being because you like spam, oh, well, you like spam. You know? (laughs) But, yeah, I just can't, I can't put my, uh, I can't, I can't put myself there to eat a lot of that canned stuff anymore because it has that set on there and, I just found out exactly what that meant, like recently, like in the last three or four years, mm-hmm. you know, like what it really meant. So I kind of try to steer away from that stuff as much as I can. But, you know, if you like it, you like it. Yeah. You know, we can't all be perfectly healthy. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of Drew Vinsel, um, last episode, episode 90, 90 uh, Drew Vinsel had a question. 9090. Uh, Drew Vinsel had a question for us about uh, if we had somebody coming over to our house, what would we make them for dinner? And I didn't have the best answer. Like I told him, I, I, what did I say? Like peanut butter and jelly sandwich and like a bowl of cereal or something. So one of our listeners, good friend, uh, in the Marbles Fantasy Cup participant for 2024, uh, Greg. So he took it upon himself and didn't tell me nothing and i didn't you know wasn't expecting anything so it was like three days after the um we recorded i go out and check the mail 
and I have like two boxes. And I was like, from Walmart. And I'm like, what is what is this? So I open it. I have no idea what's going on. There's 10 cans of chili. T-E-N. 10 cans of chili. <laughs> and one, <laughs> one block of Velveeta cheese. Just... You got to like that cheese that you don't have to keep just, cold. <laughs> just <laughs> randomly. And I was like, what, what is this? Like, did, you know, did Jessica like <laughs> have our groceries delivered or something? I was like, what is going on? So I, <laughs> I'm just like taking pictures of him and I'm about to post it on Twitter, uh, on X or something. I, <laughs> I didn't know where this came from, but it had my name on it and everything. And I'm like, I have no idea what to do. So I went, <laughs> I took the pictures and I was about to go uh, post it on social media and be like, who sent me 10 cans of, <laughs> of chili? And I got, I had a DM from uh, Greg and he was like, Hey, he was like, Hey, you know, um, you know, can't cook, whatever. He's like, we're going to fix that. And I was like, well, thanks, man. Like, I thought that was it. I thought that, <laughs> I thought that was it. So I'm like, wow, 10, <laughs> 10 cans of chili. And he's like, 10 cans what are you talking about it should be two and i was like no dude there's, there's a no there's 10 cans and he's like oh no i bought two cases <laughs> thinking that he only bought two um so now i have a whole shelf of chili which is awesome and then um uh with beans or without both? beans so it's funny because he has uh i have you know how they like the case comes with four so i have two cases mm-hmm. one case has with beans and then the other case has without and then there's two individual cans one is with one was without and i was i thought that was it and i was like well Thanks, man, so much for the, all the chili and the and the block of cheese and stuff. And he's like, "Oh, wait until the rest comes." So the next day, I get this little box from Walmart or from Amazon or something, and it was like these really tiny three little cans of jalapenos. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, great! Like, what are you doing?" And then the next day, there's a uh, there's a cookbook, and I was like, "Oh, okay, so this must be <laughs> this must be it." So I messaged Greg and I'm like, hey, man, thanks so much. Like, I'm going to use this. He's like, oh, no problem, man. The next day I'm sleeping and Jessica comes home and she's like, hey, there is a massive, a massive box out on the porch. And I'm like, what What could? And then, you know, like Ryan Bollinger said that he was sending me something, which I haven't received yet. So I was like, oh, maybe that's. But what is he sending that's super big? You know, like what, what's going on? So I go out there. It, <laughs> it's so heavy that I almost have to have Jessica help me. I bring it in. This box is, I mean, if I put it up on its side, like it's almost as like up to my waist. Like, and I'm like 6'2". And I'm like, what is this? this and once again it didn't have like it just had my name on it and i was like what in the world so i open it and it's oh it's a full-size crock pot 
And I'm like, oh my gosh. I immediately, I immediately like DM Greg and I'm like, bro, what is going on? Like, how do I, how much money do I owe you for all this? And, you know, he's like, no, don't even worry about it. He's like, we're going to get you to a point where you can make more than a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So, uh, want to start off the show by, by for one, thanking Drew Vinsel for having that question because he got me a, a brand new crock pot with 10 cans of chili to go with it so uh, and thank of course thank you greg for the uh absolutely just out of this world super nice gesture of of all, of all that stuff and and it sure made us laugh so <laughs> well you got um you got a good starter pack there for some uh recipe i did know about the crock pot i didn't know about the rest of it, but i knew about the crock pot that's amazing but um <laughs> You got to see a good uh, starter for us to uh, learn how to cook a little bit. Um, how do you cook the crock pot with the chili and the cheese and the jalapenos and all that got me thinking. How do you cook hot dogs? Oh, how do I? I don't. Yeah. How do you personally cook hot uh, dogs? In the microwave? The, they will explode in the microwave. Why? And I hate that, but like I don't know... <laughs> How else am I supposed to do it? I I almost figured you'd say you boiled them. You don't boil their hot dogs? I'm supposed to. Because, well, a lot, most people do. And I personally think that's disgusting. Oh. But don't you? A lot of people do. Because you get that nasty hot dog water and stuff when you're done. And it's, ugh, I, I, I hate that. Microwave is wrong. Uh, oh. Okay. Stop oh. doing that now. Never do that again. All right. This is what you do. This is the way to get those. You know, like when you go to a, a a gas station or a fair or some some places cooking fresh hot dogs in their own rollers. Yeah. They always seem to taste better when they're coming off a roller like that as long yeah. as they're fresh. I know how to get you that. This is how you get that taste without needing one of those hot dog rolling cookers. Yeah. Right. Get you a pan, just a, a shallow little pan that you would like fry an egg or something like that, right? Just a little a pan. shallow pan? Put it on medium heat. Yeah, just a frying pan. Oh, Just a small okay, frying pan. Bit, something big enough to fit, you know, five, six hot dogs or whatever in it, right? Um, no oil, no grease, no nothing in it. Just heat it up to about medium heat with the hot dogs in it, cold, whatever. You know, you ain't got to put on room temperature or anything like that. Put it about medium heat or so. And when you hear them sizzle, just pick them up, pick the uh, pan up and shake it where they roll around a little bit and go to a different side. And you just do that constantly every you know minute and a half or so until you get them dark enough. And they'll taste like they come right off a roller at a, at a place that has really, like really good hot dogs. And it's simple. You just have that one pan that you heat up. Oh, didn't you say something? And they won't, ex- they won't explode either. Oh, didn't you say something about boiling them in milk? No, I said water. No, like a, a couple of weeks ago, you said something about boiling something in milk. No, that was that was uh, mashed potatoes. Oh. oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I saw I saw a hack where somebody boiled their potatoes that they were going to use for mash in milk instead of water because oh. the milk absorbs the starch. They don't drain it. They just use that milk to, to mash it with. Gotcha. And it makes sense. I've never tried that before. I just mentioned that. Huh. Don't boil hot dogs in milk, uh, please. Well, <laughs> I mean, if I was to ever boil hot uh, hot dogs in water, I would have just like 
put the water in a USPS box and just shipped it to Jeff Toon and with a straw. And yeah, because it doesn't I'm gonna throw what happened? Up. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I'm just kidding, Jeff Toon. I, actually, speaking of Jeff Toon, he has announced that he is in the marbles. Uh, that's not what I meant to say. He is in the Marbles 2024 Fantasy Cup. <laughs> so Jeff Toon is with us this season. I'm very excited about that. We only have two more spots until we are at 30. I didn't know we get that I did many. not know either. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, you, you got a lot of math. I, am, <laughs> <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> We're going to do this and we're going to cap oh, it at 25 gosh. or 20 next year. <laughs> we're going down to 10. <laughs> well, you can't go, yeah, you can't go back. You know, you gotta, you gotta at least keep the right same amount if that yeah. money's coming in. Uh, well, I hope, I hope all the people that are coming in new have a lot of fun with it. We had a lot of fun with it last year. We had, I got half yeah. the people last year. We're going to have a whole yeah. group this year. A whole, just about a whole yeah. NASCAR field. I mean, we're there. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, just a couple more. And we, what is it, like 38? Or is it 40? Yeah, well, we have, I think it's 40 now. But, or no, it's, it, it's, I think it's 40 if they have that many cars. They don't usually have that many yeah. cars. Usually it's between 36 and 38. But, I mean, we do have a whole Argus. Yes, field. we do. They, they rarely get 20 yeah. cars nowadays. That's wild. <laughs> and speaking of the fantasy cup, go ahead and, and submit your guys' pick for the uh, who you think is going to win the 2024 NASCAR Cup Series championship in hopes that you can get that extra 25 points after season finale in Phoenix. Yeah, and read the entire post that Ethan put. He put a lot of work in there. <laughs> Thank <that>. you. <laughs> Just read, read the whole thing. And it explains every little question you might have about it. Um, it does not count towards any of your picks for the year. You know, you can if you pick Kyle Larson to win a championship, you can still pick him three times through the year to win the races. You don't have to save him for the last race if you don't want to, because it's that isn't it isn't required. This is just picking for an extra twenty five points at the end of the year. Yeah. So yeah, so. You have until the Daytona 500 yes. to make your pick, but go ahead and do that. It's uh, it's for the championship. You're not going to learn anything new about anybody at Daytona. Right. I mean, if it was, if that was the case, Ricky Stenhouse would have wound up being the champion right. this year, right? So <laughs> you're not going to learn any but anything new. RFK didn't dominate the field in 2023 mm -hmm. or 2022 after winning all the races at Daytona except the 500. So just go ahead. Pick out who you think is going to win the championship, and maybe you'll get lucky and get the extra 25 points at the end of the year. It might help your championship uh, in the fantasy. Yeah, absolutely. And if somebody – I mean, obviously, if somebody picks, you know, let's say Kyle Busch or a Kyle Larson, it is totally okay for you to pick that driver as well, not just with this, but all season long. There are some times where we have people, you know, the same – you know, people pick the, the same driver, you know, what five or six people mm -hmm. would pick, you know, a Larson or a Bush or a Chastain or something. So that's why I'm going to send uh, everybody a list of all the drivers that's that's in the Cup Series this season um, 
Do you know who's driving the 15 and the 16? Because I I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, maybe jsky.com has maybe. that info. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I'm gonna. That's kind of why I haven't sent out those those lists, and I'm gonna put like a. Well, mm-hmm. on top of that, though, aren't they gonna be like swapping rides back and forth? Yeah, I think that's kind of why. I think that's like some of them are like part time, and then they have like other people, like multiple mm-hmm. drivers, and I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I should even put. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like. No, I would limit it. I would. I would limit if you're going to make a list. I would just limit it to the full time okay. people. Cool. Because uh, otherwise, somebody might get confused or not realize that they're picking somebody that might not be in it the whole mm-hmm. time. You know, like oh, Jimmy Johnson, he's in Daytona 500. He's going to win a championship. Like no, he's not because he's only racing like four or five races. But Jimmy Johnson would be a good yes. pick, right? In your mind, Jimmy Johnson's won seven times. But you might not realize that he's only running like the first race, last race, and a few races yes. in between. Now, let's say um, you're trying to figure out who you want to pick for the Daytona 500, and Jimmy Johnson is trying to. I mean, he's not. I'm pretty sure he's. Does, do they still do provi- provisionals? Uh, or is he going to have to get, get in on time? Because I'm pretty sure he had to get in on time last year. <clears throat> I'm thinking that he has to race his way in. Okay. I don't think they, they used to do past champions provisionals mm-hmm. for last place. If that, if, if the, if there's somebody there that was a champion, that's Richard Petty actually is the reason why that was. invented. Yeah. Um, because he had trouble making races once in a while and towards the end of his career and the fans, you know, NASCAR was like, well, we can't keep the fans from seeing Richard Petty. You know, he's a seven-time champion, 200-time winner. He's the king. He's got to be in the race. So they invented the past champions provisional. And he used it a lot. Derek Waltrip used it a lot. Um, I think Terry Labonte might have used it once yeah. or twice. Bobby Labonte used it a couple of times. But not a whole lot of, you know. I get, Jimmy Johnson would be the person to get it because he's the most recent past right. champion but i don't think they do that anymore okay so um per, but if jimmy Johnson does end up winning um making the daytona 500 and if that's someone that you want to pick as long as they're entered in that race just like uh john brown i believe daytona 500 last year he picked travis uh, travis fowler <laughs> he picked travis fowler uh <laughs> he picked travis pastrana who finished 11th so like i mean that's kind of where the participants are going to have to really like do a little bit of research to see who's all entered in that week's race. Cause I think Jimmy's going to, this is, this, this is what I suggest. I suggest anybody that wants to pick anybody for the Daytona 500 that might, might have their eye on somebody that's not a full-time guy or is a big name like Johnson or maybe somebody that isn't in like one of the top equipment that might have to race their way in. If you're unsure about it at all, wait until after the two dual races, the Thursday before. Yes. Because after those two races that set the field, there's, you have qualifying, which lines up everybody about speed and sets the front row. And then you have two heat races, basically half the field in one race, half the field in the other called the duels. After those two dual races, 
your field is set. People are going to make the race or they're going home. I would wait until probably Friday morning, if you're not watching it live, uh, Thursday night. I would wait until Friday morning and see the results and see who's actually making the race before you make your final pick. That's me personally. Yeah, solid. I already have my pick, but, you know, (laughs) that's not a surprise to anybody. Don't need no practice or qualifying. No, we're good. Or see what they do in the draft. No. Don't need any of that. (laughs) It's our year. It's our year. Well, I don't have a pick Mm. yet. I I have what I'm – look, this is actually Kyle Busch's 20th try, right? I think I got it a year early the year before. So this is his 20th try. Yes, I believe so. I think so, too. Um. This could be the year that that actually happens. It almost did happen last year. It re- it did. I was I was watching mm. it live. He was winning that race until that final caution yeah. play. And I think it was Suarez's it, fault, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it was. I still remember. <laughs> That's why I held a grudge the whole season. Oh, God. I can't stand him. He, yeah, he was going to win that race. He absolutely was going to win that race. And the fans were happy about it. Stupid. But yeah, it just it didn't work out that way. <laughs> what a you know what uh, the biggest letdown when you're watching a race like that live is you know it's going to be mayhem at the end mm-hmm. because that's how these restricted plate races or the super speedway races are yeah. nowadays. You know they'll run fine up until about ten to go, and then there'll be a wreck. And then they'll get like a five lap shootout and then there'll be a wreck and they'll get a green white checkered and then there'll be a wreck. And you just do this until they finally cross the white flag and then there's a wreck and it finishes like, well, who is ahead of who? And that's such a letdown because they, they aren't even nowhere near you when that happens. Like everybody, they tell us seat on the front straightaway and Talladega now also that way. They used to have all sorts of stands on the back, but they've torn, they torn those down at all these tracks, but Everybody's on the front straightaway. They pass the start finish line. They're way off over there in the banking and turn one and two. You can see them up there on the banking, but they're as far away from you as they possibly can be. And then there's a big wreck behind them and the caution comes on. And you're like, that was it. Mm. That's it. Who who is in front? Oh, Stenhouse is in front. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Time to go. That's, that's it. That's exactly how that finished. Cause nobody had that drama coming back to the line there was no finality to it. It was just, okay, it's over. This dude was in front. We don't really care about him. Let's go. That's literally everybody's attitude right, right then. I hate the way these restricted plate races, I keep calling them that, but they don't have those anymore. Um, force a habit. Ever since I was a kid, they've been that. Um, I hate how the super speedway races turn out nowadays, the way they do it that way. But it's it's apparently what they want. Because they're not changing anything to fix it. It's apparently what NASCAR wants with these things. So whatever. That's what they want. That's what they get. Um, (laughs) Didn't you want some, uh, were you going to talk about something with the fancy cup? Yeah, I wanted to, uh, I did want to bring up the title belt situation. We mentioned it last week. Uh, Right now, the, main way I have for anybody to contribute to the title belt is to PayPal me directly. And if there's another way you need it, please message me, inbox me, 
you can inbox the show account on uh, Instagram. You can inbox my personal Twitter account uh, at soda underscore hunter. You can inbox the in the marbles Twitter account in the marbles pod. Um, message me somehow and tell me that you need another way, whether it's Venmo or Cash App or something, and we'll figure something out. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I can find some people. I think my wife has a couple of accounts. I think Drew has an account and he's the one kind of spearheading the, the title belt Mm -hmm. thing. And if anybody does, I've only gotten outside of us, like the, the, like the the actual show itself. Yeah. And, and Drew, we're all kind of accounted for. Outside of us, I've only gotten three submissions, mm-hmm. and that's probably not even that's not even halfway yeah. there yet. So there's not a timetable on it, but I kind of do think we need to get this this rolling. Yeah. We're asking for, and it's not required. I've, I've said that before; it's not required. And if you don't want to participate in it when a time comes, you don't have to. But we are asking for ten dollars a piece for the championship belt and the belt will then be given to the winner of each season to hold until a new champion is crowned and then they will ship the belt to the new person and then so on and so on and so on it will it would be a a traveling championship belt it won't mean that there won't be a trophy rewarded that you get to keep you absolutely will have a trophy that you will get Mm -hmm. to keep um, just like Justin did this year. And if anybody does want to contribute to it, it is ten dollars. You can PayPal me at Dunlap Racing53 at Yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. That's D-U-N-L-A-P Racing R-A-C-I-N-G 53 at Yahoo.com. And I'll see it come through. I've got it tallied up and if it winds up not being a thing, I'll just end up sending the money back. But there's a few people that really want this yeah. to work. And I want to see it work for those people. If yeah. anything, you know, we still have to kind of design it a little bit. It's not going to be overly complicated. It's going to be pretty mm-hmm. simple, which that's fine. It's a championship belt that you could win. Right. So the message me, if you need something other than PayPal right now, all I have is PayPal. I've gotten three submissions outside of the podcast itself. Andrew, that I know are accounted for. All we got to do is send that money when the time comes. So we're not quite halfway there. Um, Like I said, just message me if you need anything on PayPal. Well, uh, if you need something other than PayPal, I also have PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, Chime, Facebook Pay, uh, Progressive, which is my truck insurance. I don't know why I said that. Um, But... (laughs) Yeah. So if you need something else, like you can also <clears throat> message me. I don't know. I'm going to be really honest. I don't, I've never used Cash App. So I don't know what I need to tell you. Like, I guess, Viva Ethan, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but if you need to figure it out on one of those, let me know and I can get that money over to Soda. Yeah. Well, we can definitely figure it out. Like, I know for a fact my wife yeah. has those too. Venmo and Cash App because she deals with all sorts of people all over the place that have different ways they like doing things. Me personally, I'm a PayPal person. I like that better, but I know that there's like less fees on some other things. So 
you know, just let us know if you, what, what you need and we'll make it work and we'll get this championship belt ordered. And hopefully uh, Justin will have a good solid little run with it before he has to ship it to somebody since he is the current yes. reigning champion. So let's, let's just see, see what we can do. All right. That's pretty much it. I just wanted to let everybody know the status of it so far. I'm, we're not just collecting money, not doing anything with it. We're just kind of seeing if we get any more yeah. interest in it. That's pretty yep. much it. So we want to do a top five, and then we're probably going to go ahead and round mm-hmm. up the show. Right. This was your your top five. You're the top five person yes. of the show. You come up with all the top five ideas. You go go ahead. And go all right. It. So this week, top five bold predictions for 2024. You want to start, and you want me to start. Yeah, I helped add the bold part because I didn't want us to just go like, "Oh, uh, Toyota's going to win with only Gibbs, or you know, something like that." Or, "Oh, yeah, Kyle Busch is going to win <laughs> two races at least this year." You're like, "We're, hey, come just, on. <laughs> we're not doing that." Knocked out my my number five and number four. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> <laughs> I said bold. That is bold. Like, like my bold prediction from last week. This is my number five. Legacy will sit on the front row of the Daytona 500. <laughs> That's my bold prediction. Yeah. They one of them is gonna is gonna sit first or second. It's gonna qualify first or second for the Daytona. That's 500. really interesting. That's my bold okay. prediction. Is that your number five or no? That's my number five. Okay, well, now I feel bad because <laughs> my, my number five, <laughs> I put, I put <laughs> all Hendrick Motorsports Cup cars, which includes <laughs> William Byron, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, Alex Bowman, will, will make the playoffs. Well, it was more bold last yeah. year when half of them didn't make That's the true. playoffs. Right? I think it's less bold saying that they'll all make it than it was saying two out of the four won't even make it. And by the way, Chase Elliott's going to be one that doesn't right. make it. That that was the bold one. If you had said that last year, Jeez. we'd be all like, "No, nah, you're no, nah, you're an idiot. That ain't going to happen." And I'll be dang. You were still so adamant that Chase Elliott was going to make it when he only had two or three I, races. Left I to thought do it. he was. I really thought he was going to. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about this one with their driver lineup too? Stuart Haas will win a race. Ooh. I might, I might, uh, I might agree with you a little bit later in my top five. Mm. You got more yes. specific than that? Yeah. Um, something you know, you know, one or two of them can do it. Yeah, and. I mean, I don't know. As long as Ryan Priest can stop wrecking at these Daytona and Talladega tracks, you know, he could maybe do something because those guys are not, that team is not a slouch at right. those tracks. You know, it, there's certain teams that just seem to uh, excel at those tracks a little more than they do at other ones. And I'm, I, I'm not saying they're going to have more than one driver win, but I feel like they're going to win at least one. They're going to sneak their way into one. That's that's what I feel. Yeah. Awesome. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, my number four, I put Josh Berry will win his first NASCAR Cup Series race, if not more. Well, the lineup, yeah. right? 
you got Josh Berry, you got Noah Gregson and yes. Ken, right? You got Ryan Priest, and is it Chase Briscoe? Yes. Okay, so I get him and somebody else mixed up. So Noah Gregson and Josh Berry, those are two pretty good drivers yeah. coming in. You know, I mean, Noah Gregson didn't have the best of equipment before. Uh, I don't know if he's got the best of equipment now either, but it's better than what he right. had. Josh Berry, he can get it done too, and he's got a good little bit of experience now in Cup as well, especially in top equipment. I mean, it's possible yeah. it, that, that that team wins something. And I, of all the people that do it, I do think Josh Berry would be the person to do it. So I think you're right about that. Um, now I'm just going crazy on this one. This is insane. I don't know why I wrote this down. Probably sure for shock value. Because uh, this is not happening. But whatever. <laughs> I wrote it down. I'm going to make it happen. More than one legacy driver will oh, win this year. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> I got legacy all over this. You love this team right now, don't you? No, I just think. But you know what's really? I think it'd be. I think it'd be hilarious if they went to Toyota and all of a sudden got enough money and resources where they actually like, you know, what legacy won Darlington last year. You know, that's one. That's one legacy driver that can win. What's the other one? John Hernemacek. He's no slouch. Was that last year? Didn't oh, the 43 yeah. win Darlington? Because then yeah. it was... They have won. It was Austin. <laughs> wasn't it Austin Dillon won at Daytona? Then Darlington was for 43, and then it yeah. was Kansas. Yeah, the three and the 43 won back-to-back for the first time. At, that was... I don't even remember how long ago it was. Oh, and that, that was Legacy, wasn't it? Hmm, mm-hmm. that's awesome. <laughs> they they are winners. Wow. They are the legacy is a winner in the cup series. I guess I I don't know why I just kind of didn't think of that like that. I don't know. <laughs> um wow. So so we know we know the 43 yeah. can win. But now you got John Hernemichek coming in and you do have Jimmy Johnson running a few races. It it's not completely out of the question that they're going to have more than and one you know winner. What's the best part about NASCAR is that since they're switching over to Toyota, like that absolutely could happen. I mean, it's probably going to happen at like a Talladega mm-hmm. or a Daytona or even like uh, possibly uh, Atlanta. But I mean, he did it at right. Darlington. And like, but John Hunter Nemechek, yes. Okay. So Eric Jones in the 43, he, he has proven that he can win at, he he can win anywhere. He he can win anywhere as as long as he has a good a good day, and uh, things go the way he needs them to go, and he has like one of the best cars of the year. He can pretty much win yeah. anywhere. Before he and I think it. you know with the uh, addition to like uh, John Hunter Nemechek, I think he's coming into twenty twenty four full of P and V, and I think he's gonna. I don't know. I think he's going to overdrive the car 99% of the time. But like like I said, Atlanta, Daytona, Talladega, somewhere like that, he could absolutely sneak in there and, and make it happen. And you also said he was pretty good on the mile yes, and a half. So absolutely. Did you say that? I mean, there's plenty of those on yeah. the schedule. And I'm, I guess I'm so just very, um, very 
curious as to how the switch to Toyota is going to affect Legacy Motor Club. Well, it got Jimmy Johnson behind the wheel of like three or four more races, and he was yeah both do. Kansas races too. Yeah, uh, he wasn't going to do that many of yeah. them, but all of a sudden, I don't know why he's doing the last race. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. Why would you even want to put yourself in the championship race? Nobody's going to pay attention. Unless. They didn't even pay attention to Ross Chastain, and he won the daggum thing last unless year. Unless Jimmy is thinking, okay, maybe Jimmy knows something that like we don't. Maybe he's watching the progression of Toyota coming in, and, and maybe like the information that he's already getting before they go to Speed Weeks is like really, really good. Maybe he's thinking that – Eric Jones or John Hunter Nemechek is going to be in the championship four, and he might want to just enter just in case that they do make the championship four and try to help or whatever he – I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I would definitely stay out of the playoffs for sure if I was a part-time driver. But Yeah, I, I wouldn't touch yeah. it. Yeah, I wouldn't touch it. But that's – only, only, only reason I would be in it is if I got released from a ride that I'm going – and I'm going to another ride the next year. Right. And there's a spot opened up where I can work with the team I'm going to be working with next year. Right. But in that case, you would use like the last four or five races. Exactly. To do that. They used to do that all the time when I was a kid. They would like, oh, this guy's going over here and this guy's going over here and this guy's going over here. Well, let's all just swap. We're not fighting for a championship. Let's all just swap for the last five right. races and, and work on next year. And they all did that. And I don't know how they – contracts were a lot looser back for in sure. the day. You know, they, uh, these poor people, these poor drivers, they can't draft with anybody that at these big tracks, they can't draft with anybody, literally not allowed contract wise to draft and help anybody on that track, except the people that's got the exact same manufacturers they're driving. Right. That's so stupid. When I was a kid, it was, it was like, God, you had uh, Mark Martin and Dale Earnhardt drafting with each other, you know, and they're Chevy and Ford. They they would do that all the time. You you would never have like you'd have like a team car here and there, you know, draft up with each other, but it was just teams. It wasn't like well, you got the row of Chevys on the bottom and the row of Fords up top, and you have those four Toyotas that are left in the field. You know, they're 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 hanging around right. somewhere too. You know, that's. That's all they do nowadays. That's so aggravating. I wish they would just say, okay, if you want to do team orders and have the teams draft with each other, that's fine. But every man for themselves, don't hold them to draft with a, a Chevy just because he's a right. Chevy. You know, draft with the fastest car is going to get you to the front. Right. You know, who the heck cares if I'm staying behind, you know, uh, the three or the eight when I want to follow the, the, you know, the eight, eight, yeah. or not eight, the 11, the 11 yeah. and, yeah, you know, I want to follow Hamlin. He's going if, to the front. If I'm driving, yeah. You know, and I want Logano pushing me. I don't care if I'm in a exactly. Chevy. I want Hamlin in front of me, Logano pushing me. We going it's, to the front. Well, yeah, <laughs> for sure, 100%. Yeah, you should. Oh, 100%, yeah. Well, that was my number three. What's my number three? three is a lot like my number four, but it's Ty Gibbs will win his first ever NASCAR Cup Series win race i almost said championship um <laughs> ty gibbs is going to win his first cup series race if not more than one i i agree i think he'll win something this year 
he didn't really come that close last year. He had some good runs, but usually, like, he wasn't ever really competing for the win. He was more competing for a top right. five last year, you know? Um, and when he was, when it did look like he was going to compete for a win, he wound up having some kind of mm-hmm. issue and it dropped him back to like yeah. 15th. I, I don't know. I was very extremely impressed with Ty Gibbs' run last season, and I'm very excited. Oh, it was solid. Yeah, for, yeah it was it I was mean, for solid. a rookie, like the first full-time season, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome. Um, what's your number two? Um, the more I think about this, the less it's actually out there. But it kind of is because of who it is. Chastain will win the uh, no way. That's I feel that because two years ago he made it to the final four and finished second in the championship, yeah. third in the race. Last year he didn't quite make it all the way to the final four, but he did make it to the yeah. playoffs and he won the final yes. race. If he can make it to the final four, which is not outside of his his capabilities, especially with having this brand new sponsor on board and a lot more money thrown at him, yeah, yeah, he can very very well win easily. The championship. Yeah, not easily, not easily, mm-hmm. but <laughs> nothing's easy. But he's he's definitely one of those that can yeah. win it. It's like if you were going to throw. 10 names out there, he would probably be in the top six of people that probably win it next well, year. Well, it's really interesting that you went championship uh, on your second because I did too. Um, this is why <laughs> this is so I'm sitting here agreeing with you, and then I'm going to disagree with you right now because my number two, I put mm-hmm. Kyle Larson will win his second NASCAR Cup Series championship in 2024. That's and, not what old. are you talking about? <laughs> That's not bold. Buckshot Jones is coming out of a retirement and is going to win the 2024 Cup Series. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. There you go. That's awesome. I mean, William Byron winning the championship would be bold, but not a past champion. It would be more bold as saying that Ryan Blaney is going to go back to back, which I don't think he's going to do. But yeah, I, I don't Kyle think so either. Win. Of course he. <laughs> I saw you pick Kyle Larson too on the um, <clears throat> the uh, season I sure did thing for in mm-hmm. the marbles. Yeah, I picked Chastain. We went, we went wow, that. <laughs> um, yeah, and my number one here. This will be Daniel Suarez's last year in the Ooh. I let's hope. Yeah, who would you uh, <laughs> if it is his last season? Which God, man, let's let's make that happen. Uh, who is replacing him hypothetically i i'm i don't know if you get a solid driver in cup now or do you go young and bring up somebody from xfinity or honestly it's probably i was just about to say my pick would be carson hosovar yeah yeah because he's running a track house uh like funded or backed team for where right Something like that. So he's in the 15 or 60. Yeah, is it 77? Yeah, is that it? Okay. It's a track house back yep. team. So I'll, absolutely. I think they're keeping the seat warm on the 99 until Suarez yeah. is out. And it'll be Josevar and Chastain. What a Oof, combo. <laughs> my gosh. 
that could be a lethal NASCAR combo. 100%, especially when we've seen glimpses of, <laughs> of uh, potential from Har- uh, Harson. Harson? Carson Ozovar from Gateway. Mm-hmm. His debut, he was running, what, 13th or something? And then he had that brake issue. Uh, he was, uh, he started, he started yeah. in the back and he was just plowing through He's, the field. Uh, yeah. yeah. He was coming up hard through the field, but just, yeah, I hate that that happened with him. But, Oh yeah, that was that was a big deal yeah. with him is that he was making so much ground up so fast, and I think they were spotlight like they had the spotlight on him at that point when that actually happened. Yeah, 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 because of how much attention he was grabbing. It just ask. I do feel like that's going to be the lineup yeah. one day. <clears throat> I do feel like it's going to be Hosevar in the ninety nine and Chastain in the one. I don't see Chastain going anywhere anytime soon. I feel like he's a franchise guy there right now. Right. I can't picture anybody pulling Chastain. No, I mean, not with the sponsorship of Bush beer and all that. Like, no way. Like he's good for at least another five years. I would say. I'm just waiting on the watermelon Bush. You know, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. (laughs) It's, it's coming. I'm just, I'm waiting on the watermelon Bush beer and I'll be grabbing. Absolutely. <clears throat> My number one? number one, Kyle Bush will win the 2024 Daytona <laughs> 500. I'm. I thought you were gonna go like the two races, at least two races, like I. Actually oh no, <laughs> he's winning the Daytona 500. I I don't know. It's just last year I felt like it was gonna happen. This year it's not. I don't have that overwhelming like, oh, it's gonna happen. Like I just feel like a sense of calmness when I think of this. Like I'm, he's been so close so many times, and who does that remind us? You know, of back in 1998, somebody else who took 20 years to try to do it and finally does it. I think Kyle Busch gets it done this year. It's like you know, Kyle Busch and and the Daytona 500 is equal to. <laughs> Cleveland Browns trying to make it to the Super Bowl. It just doesn't happen. This um, year, it's happening. Not for Cleveland, <laughs> but for Kyle. Well, I am about to say, that's a bad analogy. Is it's, it's not happening for Cleveland. <clears throat> You're going to hurt oh, some feelings. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> hey, you see, we got a new coach. Alabama got a new coach. I don't know what that means, but hey. Yeah. All right. Our Well, Alabama got a new coach. Our all-time greatest coach of of college football and all college football history retired. And we got a coach from Washington and he's going to be, he looks like he's putting together a heck of a staff. We got players dropping, uh, leaving the school, going to other places, getting lured by a lot of money and stuff from the portal, but they were also picking up a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to end up being pretty good. Good. What's his name with it? Uh, Kalen DeBoer. What was the uh, what was the coach uh, for Alabama? Uh, no, be careful. Uh, don't don't make me mad. Just be careful. Nick Saban. Nick Saban. That's it. Okay, the X division champion. Yes. All right. Former. Former. Okay. Right. <laughs> Let's go ahead and close right. out the show before Ethan takes me off. We're talking about what Alabama happened? football. <laughs> don't be messing I don't with know the coach. What you're talking about? I don't think I said it. Don't be don't messing with the coach. <laughs> don't be put some respect on his name. He's the greatest of all time. Is. Nick Saban ain't 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 no wrestler. Oh. 
that half the people don't know. Okay. I don't know if I know that wrestler. Chris Heyman? You see Okada left New Japan? I don't know Japan? what any of that means. And Jeff Toon joined our In the Marbles Fantasy Cup, and you don't even know who Okada is. Is that Jeff's, what? Oh is that goodness. Jeff's favorite? That's Jeff's dude. Oh, really? Yes, that is Jeff's dude right there. Oh. Yes, the one of the one of the best wrestlers in the entire world in New Japan. I don't I don't know what New Japan is. He, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, WWE in New yeah, in I Japan. I definitely know basically. what New Japan is. I, I definitely know who Okada is, but yeah, um, yeah, I don't really I don't know. That. Okay, I, I was curious. You didn't know who Nick Saban was, and he's the greatest college football oh, coach there you of all go. time. But um, I bet he's. Do you think he'll come to WWE? Okada. Um, I don't. Yeah, not Nick Saban. <laughs> Nick Saban's coming to WWE to defend his <laughs> Alabama X Division championship. You know what though? I bet if he took it over, I bet if he took over WWE, he would do something oh. with it. Okay, well, write a letter, bud. Do you think Okada will go to I WWE mean, just to, just for a WrestleMania uh, run? Shins, I mean, you know, Shinsuke, I think came from New Japan, right? Okay, yeah. So, well. A lot of people had a run in New Japan before they showed back or showed up in WWE recently. Like AJ Styles finished mm, the run yeah. over there. Finn Balor finished yeah. the run over there. Um, oh goodness, drawing blanks. Cody Rhodes had just finished up a run over there uh, before he went to AEW and then all that. But um, a lot of people, a lot of people did yeah. stuff like that where they they have a good little run in New Japan. Even though Okada is like the man mm. over there. Um, I feel like he's, I feel like we're going to see him at WrestleMania. Ooh. I, you know, I don't, I, I mean, Okada could walk through the front door of my house right now and I would not know who he is. I don't know what he looks like. I don't know. Really? The fact that he's Japanese would well, get away? I live in Kansas. <laughs> How many Japanese people walking around Kansas right now is going to walk through your front door after we're talking about Okada? Zero. And it, if, <laughs> it would be Okada. I feel like you'd know who it was. I feel like you'd know I who would it be was. more like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Tidichiwa, listen, you need to leave. You know, like I wouldn't know it was Okada. I would just think of, like, hey, that person needs to leave my house. Um, I don't <laughs> – I don't know. I don't like, I'm not super invested with like, I'm just a mark, bro, is what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't even like AEW. Like, I think Adam Copeland is like my all time favorite. And since he went to AEW, I'm just like, I don't care. And now I think Rhea Ripley is like my all time favorite just because she's an absolute smoke show. Um, so I don't, I mean, if Okada shows up at WrestleMania, good deal. I cool. Well, I mean, I think he's gonna show up before. Oh, yeah. yeah. I I feel like he's, I feel like he's gonna come out after the Royal Rumble, like not not during that show, but like the week or two after yeah. the Royal Rumble. I don't think he's gonna be the surprise Royal Rumble entrance hmm. because you, if you have somebody that big, he should win the Royal Rumble. Oh, is he that big? Yeah, he shouldn't be. He's dude. He's one of the best wrestlers in the entire world. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, I feel like if he's going to have a WrestleMania run, he's going to debut the night after the Royal Rumble. So he doesn't get put in the spot 
where he's going to be there in the Royal Rumble and he's going to uh, get thrown out by somebody. Yeah. Even though there could be a fun thing in there with a few people like AJ, Finn Balor, Cody Rhodes. That could be a, a fun thing in there with a few people. Heck, maybe have all four of them be the final ones. Yeah. You know, in the Royal Rumble or whatever. And then have a big strong finish at the end and Okada gets thrown out last. But I don't think they're going to put him in the main event. I just think he's going to have like a real good, strong WrestleMania. So match. what if Okada is in the Royal Rumble, makes it to the championship or championship four, uh, makes it to the final four. Um, let's say it's, uh, he eliminates AJ earlier. AJ doesn't make it to the final four. AJ comes back in and then dumps Okada setting up a WrestleMania match between the two. I'm trying to think if they've fought before. AJ and Okada. Yeah, I don't know if I want AJ fighting Okada at WrestleMania because we have so much hype because of a past Shinsuke AJ match in New Japan mm-hmm. that was outstanding. I know I, I watched that whole match all the way through and I was like, that this match is amazing. And we were setting up for it at like Money in the Bank ladder matches and stuff like that. And they had a great little moment there. It's like, man, we need to get these two in the ring together here in WWE. And then finally it happened and I was there live for it. And it turned out to be just yeah, a dud. It was a, and every match they had after that was yeah. a dud. Well, I mean, it didn't, isn't that where it started where Shinsuke was just giving them low blows? And I was like, God, yeah. man, this is so annoying. Like, just whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I think they had one decent match, but it still had a bad mm-hmm. ending. But and, and it was so weird because like I know they can do better than this. I've seen them do better than this. I know AJ can wrestle as good as anybody, and Shinsuke can wrestle as good as anybody. What 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 is wrong with their chemistry now? Right. It didn't make any sense. I don't know. But anyway. That was it was really disappointing considering I was that was the match I was that match and the Charlotte Oscar match, which did live up to it. Ooh, I thought the Charlotte yes. Oscar match was outstanding. Oh my gosh, yes. But those two matches were the ones I was looking forward to more than anything else at WrestleMania 38 or 34. It was, I'm sorry, it was 34. And the AJ Shinsuke match turned out to be such a dud and just, uh, it's so disappointing. Yeah. But the Charlotte Oscar match. Yes, it was. And I got to see Oscar's first loss. <laughs> I really didn't have a, a, a favorite in that. I liked them both. You're just bad luck, pal. For Oscar, and um, don't think so. <laughs> Didn't she lose? Yeah, I don't think I'm you're, bad luck. She lost yeah, one. You're bad luck. There. She's lost a lot since that I haven't been there too. Yeah, that's true. Maybe <laughs> it was just the bad luck that you were vibing, and then from there she was just like, well, "I already lost." So I don't know. I'm I'm highly oh, yeah. distracted with UFC on my. I was watching the Ravens. Um, Plummel, Plummel. Pummel, Pummel, uh, Houston, and now it switched over to UFC, and I'm watching. This is rough, very, very rough. Anyways, yeah, I don't, I don't either. (laughs) I don't care for it myself. But we let's go ahead and get on out here. This we've been an hour here, and we still haven't taken a break. We weren't going to, but now it's been an hour, so let's just go ahead and get out here. Uh, we're going to run down the drafting partners real quick. Uh, Fully Puzzled Wrestling Figure Podcast. So it's really cool to see Jeff Toon come in for the uh, Fantasy Cup. Looking forward to that. Also, Drunk Wrestling History. 
uh, side project with a uh, co-host of that show, Scott. Um, Positive with Pro Wrestling Podcast. Do lots and lots of stuff yes. with that show. They're constantly new content every week. Check them out. A lot of cool stuff there. Uh, Howling with the Wolf and with Jason Wolf and also his Chop Shop. He's. I hope you guys are in on the Chop Shop right now. I hate that I'm not buying as much. I have reasons why I'm not buying, and it's definitely not because of his stuff. His stuff is outstanding. I wish I could buy more of his stuff. I got a shelf full here. I got a shelf full in my other house uh, in the backyard here. Full of his action figures, his custom Hasbros. I got artwork from him that I've got framed, and I hang on the walls at some of, uh, some of the rooms in, in one of these two houses I have here. Go check... Go check his art out. Go check his chop shop out. He's constantly posting polls and things like that. What do you want to see made? What here's the offerings this this month? What do you want to see? You know, go check him out on Twitter and everything like that. Um, also, uh, once I try to say this, I can't say it. The, oh, the, the stuff, the Stephanos, the Stephanos Disney, something like that. The Stephanos Disney. Stephanos Disney. Stefano. That's Stefano's Destefano. Disney. I can never, I can say it a hundred <laughs> times until I try to say it on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Thanos Disney. That's the Thanos Disney. Dude, I am so sorry if you're listening to this. I, I promise, I know how to say your name, but I can't say that in front of this microphone. I don't know why. But a great uh, Disney World vlog. It's a YouTube channel more than anything nowadays. And they're posting all these little... Um, facts and little tricks and they talk about like things you would need to look for on your first trip and and uh if you're a disney newcomer if you're a disney um expert maybe not even an expert but like you're experienced with it because there's a lot you got to know with all this go check them out this that's stefano's mm -hmm. disney see I about mess it up again and uh, they're on YouTube, and I highly recommend them. Uh, yeah, first off, we have Brian Breaker. Why do I always do that? Breaker and Bane's Power Hour hopefully will be coming back very, very soon. Uh, in the meantime, Saturday morning Rumble Wheel with Brian Breaker and Daniel Cross. TB Toycast with Brian Breaker and Jeff Toon filling in for our friend Travis Fowler. Go listen to the archives of You Know It's Fake, right? Where Soda and I were both special guests. It's on sabbatical, sabbatical. It, it's on sabbatical, but go listen to No Holds Barred with Bill Venus and go check out Bill's book, Shoot Ya, Tales from a Pro Wrestling Veteran. Uh, Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast with Joe and Jordan. Um, they have a Royal Rumble pool. I think they have two, and I'm entered in both of them. Fully Posable also, or Me yeah, too. Fully Posable also has a uh, Rumble pool that I'm entered in, and I know you are too. Uh, so go check out Stolen Gimmicks. Mm -hmm. uh, you heard their commercial earlier. Go check out Tales from the Estate with Drew and Caitlin with cameos from Rocco and Cole, uh, the second highest rated podcast with a husband and wife in the world, according to one website. Um, Oh, their last episode was rough. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was super funny. Um, <laughs> God, I just couldn't. If if I ever went to that show like in person, in in their bed with them, and they said, "Here, you have to eat sardines," I would probably eat the sardines and then just sit, accidentally pee their bed and just be like, "Oh, sorry, that's what you get for making me eat sardines." I'm not doing that. That's gross. 
I don't think the offer was to participate. I think it was. To yeah, judge. yeah, I know. Oh, I, I'm very. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I still want to. <laughs> I still want to be in the middle. <laughs> you know how cozy that would be. <laughs> um, um, man, I. <laughs> okay, I don't want to talk about it, but I kind of want to talk about it. So, <laughs> if you go to X. And I already talked to Drew about this. Um, if you go to X and, you know, like they do the the four pictures when they upload a, an episode. And there was, a, I think Caitlin, I think mm. Caitlin took a picture of all the meat, the can of meat. And there's this little rope, like decoration, like decorational. What, what like, a, like a little rope. You know what I'm talking about? Like on their bed. Okay. So mm-hmm. in the picture of all the canned meats, they have this like rope thing on their bed with like little knots in it. And I was, I might've been intoxicated. And when I saw that picture, I thought it was dead birds. That, that is not where I thought you were going with the fact that they had a rope on their bed. <laughs> no, so <laughs> the, the little knots, Wow. It's a little like knot in the rope. It, at first glimpse, it looked like they had drilled a hole through their necks and then just had dead birds on a rope. True. I don't know what to tell you. Um, Ethan, Ethan's different sometimes. <laughs> he, he sees something and his mind goes completely different than my mm-hmm. mind goes to. And probably your mind. Uh, I do apologize for my co-host. He's man, dead birds on the bed, huh? <laughs> dead birds, bro. Hmm. Um, Drew and I already had a major conversation about all that. That was I don't know about I don't dead know birds. Why I brought that up. I, I really didn't have to, but here we are. Um, <laughs> just like Tales from the Estate, you also heard pulling up a chair with our friend Tim at a chair shots commercial as well. Go check that out. Um, and then you heard the commercial for Three Brews podcast with Ty, Ryan, and AJ. You know what that? You know what that podcast is the equivalent to? Hmm. What's that? Okay, let me rephrase that. So, I think <laughs> Three Brews podcast is the Jonas Brothers <clears throat> of podcasts. There we go. There it is. Okay, figured it out. And is there a reason? Or you just no, not that out three there? brothers, and if I okay, just because they're three brothers. Well, yeah, okay. and, and right, gotcha. it's like one of my favorite podcasts <laughs> of all time. So much of a favorite that here in a few weeks, I'm going to go over there, and I'm going to do a segment called Pit Stops and Pints, where I talk about the NASCAR season all season long, 36 weeks. Of me on Three Brews podcast, so there, there's that. If if you don't get enough Ethan here, there'll be some more Ethan. I'm over double there. dipping, baby. We're we're going big time, <laughs> and, and then we got like three freaking podcast things we're gonna do. Like I'm so excited. In the Marvels is really just here. We are. Yeah, we got some we got some things in the works that we need to uh, schedule out and find some time to do yeah. for sure. Beyond that, 
you know, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be a lot of fun once we get everything lined up. Dude, we're up. nationwide. And, uh, and if you're listening worldwide, oh, we're we're now about, we got listeners and like, I think we had a listener in uh, Australia last oh, month. Um, I, uh, hello. Hello. Uh, please don't. Hello, governor. I'm like, that's not, oh, no. You want to listen it. to a podcast? Hello. <sighs> That was pretty solid, oh wasn't it? Gosh. Okay. No, not Australia. Oh. It wasn't. No. A, a, a? What's A? What's A? Oh, that's Canada. Canada? What's what's Australia? Australian. We're already there. Oh, uh, let me. Uh, Australian. What's that? Okay, Ethan's <laughs> taking over the end of this podcast here with with impressions and dead birds and. Have you got any more? Have you gone through your um, list yet? Yeah, I think that, that's all I got. That's, that's all, you all got. I got. <laughs> Remember that thing we said at the beginning of the show? We were like, we're going to try to keep it at 30 to 45 minutes. Well, I mean, 15 minutes ago, I was wrapping yeah, that's up. That's true. Uh, <laughs> well, thank everybody for listening to this week's show. Please rate, review, follow us on all the social media platforms, X and Instagram, at In the Marvels Pie. You can also find us on Facebook. And you can email the show at inthemarblespod at gmail.com. And you can go to watermaneuver.net and click search by store. Scroll down to In the Marbles, and that's where you can pick up our designs. I'm going to look into also opening up a T Public account. Ooh. I'm going to look into that so maybe more things can happen instead of just T-shirts. All right. You know, more, more things for the designs. I love that. Um, also, I ha- we still have that code at skinnymixes.com. Use the code MARBLES at checkout. And you'll get ten percent off your first order. And before we get out of here, anything, as always, peace, love, and all the above. Got to remember to hide all the uh, ropes around my bed next time I take a picture of it for Ethan. And we'll see you next time in the marbles. <laughs> <laughs>